welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, today I'm very happy to tell you that we have an honor to have as my guest, uh, Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, and we're calling the show um, Report from the Election Front. Uh, Well, first let me give you highlights of the general's bio, because otherwise the whole... (laughs) It would take the whole show to really tell you everything. But the important points that I want to tell you, and particularly as they relate to what we're going to be talking about today, um, is that he is a 35-year veteran of the military, the U.S. Air Force. Uh, He has been a pilot, a commander, a strategic planner, and he, um, he has won countless awards, countless medals uh, for his, his war hero, bottom line, with lots of medals. And um, he is now fighting uh, another war, one that I presume <laughs> that generally you didn't ever expect to have to fight. Um, this time, the war is on American soil. And no, no we're not talking about 9-11. I'm talking about the war over the 2020 election. And so for those of you who have thought or want to think that the election is over, Biden won, right? Not right. And there is so much, um, there are so many mistakes, so many problems with this election. Um, It's more, it's not just about President Trump remaining president, which of course, as any of you who have listened to the show before know that I am a start supporter and, of course, want him to continue to have a second term. But it's more than that. It's about America. If we can't have uh, an honest election this time with all the forces that are trying to overthrow America that are behind overthrowing the election, we will never have another honest election again. And more than that, um, the people, if Biden gets into power and the people underneath him who are, who are behind him, um, then this country is not going to look anything like America. So I'd like to welcome to the show Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney and um, to ask you to please tell us, you know, every night, I wake up in the middle of the night every night and I go to my computer and I scour all the uh, news, you know, um, websites and um, from Google News, which is on one end, to Breitbart on the other end, and all over, looking at Twitter, looking at what people who are involved in the election, uh, trying to, you know, uncover all of the election fraud, what the latest is that they've been saying. And I, I can't sleep until I know where things are. So I'm very happy to have you on, and I'm sure my listeners would like to know the real uh, truth as well. So welcome to the show. Please, please tell us. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Carol, for having me. It's a distinct honor and pleasure to be part of your show and discuss uh, my concerns on this election. Now, when I listened to President Trump talk to Maria Bartiroma on Sunday, I became a little concerned when he was talking about fraudulent voting acts. Carol, these are not fraudulent voting acts or dirty political tricks. This is treason against the American people and the U.S. government. When you use cyber warfare in the, ma- in the massive way they use it, the largest cyber warfare attack in history, and particularly in a, in a democracy, a voting democracy, when you take six to ten states using cyber warfare and change the outcome These are treasonous acts. America, beware. This is just not some dirty trick political of a thousand dead people voting. This is cyber warfare. And in the 21st century, cyber warfare is part of hybrid warfare and how you take over cities and win battles without shooting bullets. So Uh uh, 
we must understand that. And so by using the cyber warfare that they did with the Dominion voting machines, I'll mention Dominion, you're familiar with that voting machine that has a history yes. that when you look back on it, which I wasn't aware of three weeks ago when I got involved with this, uh, I was involved and aware of the CIA rogue systems that the Obama administration had turned over from anti from terrorist weapons to weapons against the American people. Two weeks after he took office, uh, Jim Clapper and uh, John Brennan moved the secret systems, the hammer and the scorecard, over to Fort Washington, Maryland, and started using them against the American people. This became uh-huh. was exposed. That was 2009. This was exposed in 2015 by the inventor of the system, Dennis Montgomery, who became a whistleblower. And he proclaimed this activity with the FBI. I'll get back on the election, but you must understand this, to the yeah, FBI. Sure. And the legal counsel for the FBI was a chap by the name of, uh, um, let me, let me give, I'll give you his name. His name is uh, Jim Baker. He's the general counsel. Now, he's now the general counsel for Twitter, a tiny little company you have in the West Coast. Twitter. He is involved with Twitter. But he took this data, and I don't know anymore. I'll just leave it at that. But that's the history of the system. I reported it in 2017 in March as this was a system that the Obama administration was using to listen to the Trump administration during the run-up to the elections, to the election, and then when they were in office. Uh, And so that's why three weeks ago someone said, are you aware that they're going to use Hammer in this application called Scorecard, which is an app like on your iPhone, and it just manipulates numbers for voting machines. So I got into it then and and did a a radio show uh, on Steve Bannon on Monday, the 2nd of November, the day after I found this, and warned America that we were going to be hit by massive cyber warfare using hammer and scorecard, and it's going to change the election, and it'll give Biden a victory if if we don't get involved with it in a hurry. Now... It's obvious we didn't get involved with it in a hurry. And so I've sensed, because as a general, I'm not involved in the voting business, except I run a cyber uh, company that is uh, a cloud company, an edge cloud company. I'm intimately familiar with cyber warfare. And that's what has hit us. And that's what the American people must realize, why this is so dangerous. Uh, In addition... You know, I have seen no FBI or DOJ. DOJ is the first I've heard is when Attorney General Barr, who I'm a great fan of, or was a great fan of, that says he doesn't see enough fraudulent activity to overturn the election. Carol, it is blooming in front of us. It is so massively flawed that they that they made mistakes by trucks driving up after midnight and just laying out mail-in ballots that had not even been folded or put in an envelope, just cranking them out and bringing them in. It is so flawed that the crowdsourcing that we're getting, every day something new comes up when people are coming out and telling us, look, even Democrats don't want to cheat on an election. They want it to be fair. But we are finding out that they did cheat, and they are coming forward in droves. Rudy talks about, and the president talks about, hundreds of thousands of affidavits that are available, and they continue to grow. Now, in that, in that light, to make your listeners understand, in, Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, the state mailed out 1.8 million 
1.8 million mail-in ballots. These were not absentee ballots. These were mail-in ballots. You know, there's no chain of custody on them. Well, lo and behold, Carol, 2.5 million mail-in <laughs> ballots came back. Yeah. Now, that is only 700,000 ballots that someone was cranking out on a printing press. Mr. Uh-huh. Attorney General, have you looked into this yet? Has the FBI <clears throat> investigated where that printing press? Were you aware of this before? If you weren't, you must have had blinders on. This was a huge scale. And, and anybody that, that says, well, there's not enough evidence, whether it's Tucker Carlson on Fox or anywhere or all the other networks, they are not looking, Carol. They are ignoring it. Let's talk about... Well, now, um, that, that's one of the things that I, I don't understand. I mean, um, Attorney Barr has been, um, before this, um, in a lot of things, has been fairer, and Tucker Carlson um, has been, uh, you know, he was... Uh, you know, he has done a lot of shows that were trying to get, uh, that seemed fair and honest. Um, so what is happening to these people? Why are they, why are, I mean, I know, of course, Fox News has, has been turned tail, you know, um, and gone over to the other side. Um, but, but, uh, I mean, as a whole, besides, of course, Tucker Carlson is on Fox News, but, but he was one of the holdouts. And um, so now, Attorney Barr. Also, what do you think is is happening? What are they? Why are they tur- turning around? That's a good question. I don't know. And as I said, I'm a great fan of of Barr and Tucker. I worked for Fox for sixteen and a half years. I know them all, and great fans. And so it stunned me. Rupert Murdoch cut a deal with George Soros. That's all I'll say. Mm. With the Attorney General, who mm. I thought has been doing a superb job until he didn't get John Durham's report out, because our listeners must understand, the same people, Carol, that were doing the Russian collusion are doing this. The same people that did, it shouldn't have been called the Russian collusion. It should have been called Russian collusion was treason. Because those people that did that, and we know who they were because they were the same people that impeached the president when they didn't like Adam Schiff, like Nancy Pelosi. All these people Mm -hmm. have to be involved with this. And what their reason is, uh, if they think and they're talking, well, this is just a, a tiny little, you know, how you do voting, little dirty work there, here and there. No, this is treason. And the American people must know that what has been committed on them as voters on our voting system is treason against the American people and against the U.S. government. Let me give you another example, though, in case people don't think there's enough evidence. And this was a sworn affidavit by a professional intelligence community person, and he said, and this went into a lawsuit that Sidney Powell uh, gave to the state of Georgia. He said the vote count distribution in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia are not based on normal system operation. Instead, they are caused by fraudulent electronic manipulation of the targeted voting machines. Number two, at approximately 2.30 a.m., Eastern Standard Time for November, the TV broadcast reported that Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia, that's five states, have decided to cease vote counting operations and will continue the following day. This unanimous decision to intentionally stop counting by all five battleground states is unprecedented and demonstrates Mm -hmm. prior coordination by election officials in battleground states. Mm. I mean, Mm. that is so obvious, Carol, on on what what they were doing, because they were then manipulating the data, and around three in the case in Michigan at 4 o'clock in the morning, 138,000 votes came out for Biden, zero for Trump. 
Yeah, Trump mm-hmm. was leading before, by the way, in all of those five, six states before they stopped counting. Very, yes, very I remember. I, I remember it very clearly. You know, I was glued to the television, and as the night was going on, earlier in the evening, as it was going on, Trump was doing really well, and I, you know, I thought this was in the bag. And then when they started to talk about um, some of these places that stopped voting, you know, that stopped the counting of the votes in the middle of the night for these ridiculous reasons like the leak, which never existed, and so on, um, you know, even I was watching Fox News for the most part, and even they seemed a bit, uh, perplexed by, you know, the fact that voting would be stopped. I mean, they, that's as far as they went, was to look perplexed. But, um, but yes, yeah, so how come, I mean, and I know you have more to, to talk about um, as far as things that have been found, and there are all these affidavits, and, and, uh, and Sidney Powell has been looking into the, uh, I presume, and that's the part that you've been looking at, too, the, uh, the um, uh, computer part, uh, you know, the cyber right. crime. Um, so how come, if on all these different fronts, there are all these pieces of evidence that there is uh, treason, voter fraud, whatever you want to call it, that the election was, um, was stolen, how co- come people like Barr, I mean, what, I, I know you said you don't really know, but so what is the next step? So what happens if somebody like Barr, I mean, I know in some of these states they have been, when they've been working their way through the lower courts in these states, um, they've been getting very bad results. Everything has been going against Trump. So what's the next step? Yes. Well, here's what I think the next steps are based on the Attorney General's comments. If I was the president, I would call him in and I would make sure he clarifies what he says. If he doesn't, I'd fire him and I'd put Sidney Powell or someone like that in. If uh, And I'll ask him what he based that information on when he is getting an entirely different picture of what happened that night and ask for a full disclosure of what the FBI has picked up. He doesn't like the answer. I'd fire him. Now, here's what I would do. Here's what I think the president... Wait, excuse me. Excuse me. Before the now, I don't know if you heard the music, but we need to take a break. I should have told you before we began, we have breaks at 20 after and 40 after. So please hold that thought and we will be right back. My guest is Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, a decorated multiple times over war hero, and now having to fight the war on our own soil. So stay tuned for more, and uh, you're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and we'll be right back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today with Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, 
And we're getting uh, a report from the election front that is very distressing and surprising, but I'm so glad that you are on and, and telling people about it. I mean, that's the only way that things are, uh, that there's hope of getting things to change. I just want to mention that um, General uh, McInerney, uh, I, I mentioned he had a decorated career, but this included four tours, tours of duty in Vietnam, flight reconnaissance missions during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and air escort missions in the Berlin Corridor. Um, you know, I was mentioning earlier about how I got up in the middle of the night and, you know, I'm so distressed about this uh, because I love America. And, you know, when I was going to school, something like this would have been, it, it would only be, and I guess it has been, um, the stuff of dystopian novels, you know, not something real. But for you who has um, risked your life all these times, as, as proven by all these medals, um, I mean, this must just be, like, are you asking yourself, why did you do this? I mean, I don't know, it doesn't, you don't sound like someone who would be asking yourself why, but, but I mean, this must be particularly devastating to you to think that this kind of, after all of that, and after all these wars, and after America, you know, has been so... Uh, resilient and successful and all of that, to have this happen from within our, our own country, it must just be devastating. Well, it is, Carol, and, and as I said, it's not my normal business. My normal business is uh, a cloud company, an edge cloud, in which cyber warfare is, is the basic survival of it, and, and that's what lured me into it. But the greater issue is, if we don't get this one right, if we don't clear it up so every American is comfortable that only legal people voted and that there were not these massive numbers of just blank sheets coming in with a check on them and no a chain of custody yeah. on it, if, if we don't get this, there'll not be a free election anymore in our lifetime because we will be well on the way to a socialist, country leading to the next step is communism. And so I, I, I want everybody to understand that the free enterprise system, the freedom that we enjoy, and which, by the way, I'm not happy with what COVID-19 has done and uh, yes. how governors are locking our people up. I mean, yes. that is, that is, is a, a very bad sign. They want power, and they want to tell us what to do. But let's get back on point, because I think it's yes. important. Your people are going to say, well, what can we do? Please yes. tell me what we can do. Here's what I recommend, and it is stark, it is harsh, but it brings victory. What is victory? An honest understanding of who won this election. Number one, the president has issued an executive order in, on September 12, 2018, two years ago, two-plus years ago, uh, in which he uh, talked about declaring a national emergency if foreign influence was detected in this election. Mm. China, mm. Russia, and Iran were involved in this election. We can discuss how they were. In addition, by executing that executive order, I would implement the Insurrection Act. And why would I implement the Insurrection Act? Because the, you know what Antifa and Black Lives Matter is going to do, just what they've done in Portland, Seattle, uh, Santa Monica, L.A., New York City, all these cities, Kenosha, all these cities, that's going to just explode. And so the Insurrection Act, along with the following, to get to maintain control, because it must be crushed and crushed ruthlessly. We cannot let this lawlessness prevail. So I would uh, immediately do that, and then I would uh, spend habeas corpus, just like President Lincoln and FDR did when they, during their terms when they met a crisis. And the reason I would do that is because... We're going we're gonna to have to arrest these people. We know many of them, or most of them, who they are, and we can't have them being bailed out and then getting out of town. So we must do that, and then I would uh, 
suspend the Electoral College meeting on 14 December and the inauguration on 20 January until <laughs> this, this commission yeah. clears up what all the facts are. Now, under what authority? His authority is when he uh, accepted the oath of office, just like the oath of office I accepted, the same one, mm. to defend mm. the Constitution of the United States mm. against all mm-hmm. enemies, foreign and domestic. He has that responsibility, Carol. And with that, I would uh, declare martial law and uh, to ensure that you don't have these band of roving people running around and destroying our businesses and everything around us. And I would set up military tribunals. Now, why would I set up military tribunals? Well, if you look at what these judges, when they're presented with these facts in these uh, states, these battleground states, whether they're state judges, state Supreme Courts, or whether they are federal, they are having a hard time coming to grips with this. And what is obvious to you and I, if you've got 700,000 votes in in, uh, Pennsylvania that come back and you only put out 1.8 million and 2.5 come back, Mm -hmm. they're not able to make a decision? Please. Mm -hmm. They have gotten corrupted. We've seen the corruption in what they did to General Flynn and what uh, Judge Sullivan did. He is a corrupt judge, and there are a lot of them around. So this cancer has permeated not only the legislature, it has permeated the judicial as well as Mm. the executive branch. Because when you look at, for instance, the CISA, which is the Counter Warfare Intelligence Security Agency, had said that this was a perfect election, a guy by the name of Chris Krebs. President Trump fired him, and he's going, he was on 60 Minutes Sunday night saying it was a mm-hmm. good election. My God, how could with this evidence just standing in his face come out and say it's a good election? He is committing treason. He knew it was a bad election. That was his job to investigate that. And so I'm going to say if the attorney general doesn't have a stronger position, then I would as the president, I would fire him and try him for treason, for not doing his job, as well as the FBI director, for not doing his job. So you have the deep state, not only in the Congress, you have it in the judicial, and you have it in the executive branch. It's important that the president be given the tools to clean this out and redo our Uh, election system. Now, something that is breaking, I don't have the full issues on it, except 10 minutes before I came on, that's why I was a little late getting on for you, Carol, I was told Mm -hmm. that the Chinese bought Dominion, which is uh, the voting system that is used in 30 of the states and has the programmable voting and that people can use. Uh, They bought that in October or invested $400 million in it in a bank in Switzerland that is 75% owned by the Chinese, so you know who really owns it. So this is another area that needs to be examined, and we need to stop, go on hold before we continue, because I assure you, if Biden would get in as president, he is not going to look at the Russian collusion at all. He is not going to look at this voting system. He's not going to look at his son, Hunter, taking $1.5 billion from uh, the Chinese. He's not going to look at any of that. So this corruption will continue. And and anybody who thinks that President Trump can run in 2024, it doesn't matter how many votes you get when you're in cyber warfare and the software makes it 3% higher. Your opponent's going to get 3% more. Uh-huh, look at look at what happened in Las Vegas. Up till midnight, president was an eight to one advantage, and then all of a sudden it flipped. And so all those people that walked away with millions of dollars knew what was going to happen. The mm. fix was in, mm. and they ought to examine the casinos, examine those people, 
because they are part of treasonous activity, Carol. And, and that's yes, why that's I believe point. we... That's, a That's good why point. I believe we have to think. take strenuous acts. We have to be very stern about this. We can't brush this off like we did the Russian collusion. Well, I like all your uh, your very uh, strong strong recommendations as to what um, President Trump should do. I mean, it, it, this does call for. I mean, some people are, I'm sure, are shocked hearing you say those things, but. But this does call for these kinds of uh, strong, strong counter um, counteracts, strong um, ways of, of stopping things. I mean, well, do you know? I mean, I don't know if you want to, if if it's top secret or whatever. But um, I would imagine that Trump is considering these things that you were talking about. I, I don't know if he is, but I would like your listeners to tweet him to email them and tell them to take these five steps and move out and, and do all of these things. Take charge, Mr. President. Take charge. He's got people around him that's saying, well, you know, go, go like a gentleman. Be a gentleman. This is not the time to be a gentleman. It's time to be a leader. And he will rank with Lincoln and Washington as presidents that save this nation. Yes, yes. Um, yes, I know that it is kind of shocking that even Republicans, some Republicans, are, uh, you know, it, it almost seems like um, if they, if people believe, um, like whether it's the media or Republicans or whoever is believing that Biden, because they knew ahead of time that it was going to be fixed, or just now because it seems like he's the pre- you know, the media is telling us he's the president-elect, Biden, um, it seems like people are afraid to stand up for all the things that we've just been talking about, you know, be on Trump's side and stand up for honest elections in America and the country and all of that, and they want to be um, in favor of Biden and Biden's gang in case he does become president. They do, and that, that's the danger. The media has swayed this. So many networks that I'm on, they have been cut off, and uh, my comments and segments have been cut off from Instagram or whatever, uh, YouTube, and, and so we're getting censorship. We've seen that in yes. Twitter and Facebook. They are censoring yes. our comments. They censored the President of the United States. This yes. is dangerous. I mean, that is just... This is dangerous, Carol. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, when, when Twitter and Google and, you know, their friends, uh, the, the tech companies, are, are more pow- have more power than the President of the United States, this is a very scary situation to be in. One that particularly bothered me was how they refused to allow anything that promoted uh, hydroxychloroquine to be, um, you know, they took out, I mean, I actually tweeted a bunch of stuff about it and most of my, you know, they didn't miss, they didn't take off my tweets, but I know that they've been fudging, fooling around with, with people coming to my, um, to my page and making fewer because the numbers jump and anyhow. So, but, but I mean, even that killing people, uh, trying to prevent people from getting a drug that does actually help people if it's given in the early stages, hydroxychloroquine and zinc and so on, um, uh, 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 the people who, what's his name, Jack Dorsey, knows more about medicine yeah. than the doctors who have been saying that this is a good drug and it should be given in the early stages. I mean, th- th- everything has gone topsy-turvy. And it's upside down. Look, in my four tours in Vietnam, I took hydroxychloroquine. It was brand new then. It was an anti-malaria pill. And every, we had 500,000 troops over there. Every person took a pill a day. You never heard about anyone having problems with it. And it it was a miracle for COVID-19, yet they turned against it. They turned people against it. And there were no uh, side effects from it. And so I'll just leave it at that. But, But that's what's happening to us. They're telling us how many people can go to dinner with us. They're telling us can restaurants, they're killing the restaurant business. They're killing the whole marketplace, and why? Because they want people to depend on the government and look to the government. Yes. 
and and that's the danger we're facing. Their vote is not going to count anymore because cyber warfare is going to massage it and always come out higher. Yes. Um, you know, coronavirus, and of course, thanks to the Chinese, the Chinese virus um, has made us, put us in this very weakened state, uh, not just health-wise, but getting people to depend upon the government because they have ruined all the businesses, ruined the economy, um, taken children out of school, all of that to make us um, more dependent on the government for the, you know, the PP or whatever it's called, you know, the different, um, the different programs that are giving people money right. for, uh, for payroll and for, um, uh, uh, being um, not have not working and so on, um, so we're, they're getting us into the habit of depending upon the government to for our money. Not only our money, or where we can go to out to dinner, or whether we can go well, to the yes. gym, or we yes, can everything. have Thanksgiving or Christmas. That's yes, what they yes, want. That, That's another story, yes. but it all reflects about what party is doing that. Well, let's just ask a question that you can have your listeners. What party is benefiting from COVID-19? What party political party has benefited from COVID-19? Well, I guess you're going to say the Democratic Party, but in terms of... And why would I say that? Well, I'm not really sure, but can we discuss it when we come back from break? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I hate to interrupt you. This is all such important stuff. Um, we're talking today to Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney, and we're getting a report from the election front, and it's kind of ugly, but we all need to hear this. And I hope you're all realizing the urgency of all of this. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're getting a report from the battlefront, the uh, battlefront of the election, the battlefront of America, really. Um, This is a kind of 9-11. It's happening uh, right in our polls. Um, before my guest again is General Thomas McInerney, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, in terms of, uh, accomplishments is the fact that he is the co-author of a book called Endgame, the blueprint for victory in the war on terror. So he is, uh, both in his service and in his book, um, and in his consulting, he is a strategist. And so when he recommended these various things in terms of what Trump should do now, uh, he knows what he's talking about. And I love how you are quoted as saying, um, where I wrote this down, let's see, that Obama 
was aiding and abetting, you said this years ago, not just in regard to the election, that Obama was aiding and abetting the enemy. And I think he was saying that in regard to terrorists, but he's been aiding and abetting terrorists and all of our enemies. Absolutely. Look what he did and, and the billions of dollars he gave to Iran. Look at all those things that he did um, to, to keep that, that radical Islamist group alive. Now you yes, see what President yes. Trump has done. I mean, I didn't believe yes. what President Trump has accomplished now between Israel and the, uh, and yes. the Arab nations. I didn't believe that could happen. I just didn't believe it yes. because it required just what he did. Yes, he absolutely. Did he, I mean, that you know, he wants so many other out of things. there. Yeah. So all those things yes. and those military people that have got a problem with them of leaving Syria, of leaving Iraq, of leaving uh, Afghanistan. The fact is we've been there 20 years. We won World War II in four and three and a half, <laughs> Carol. Uh-huh. So, so the fact is, is that President Trump is spot on. They've got money. They are the only ones that can stifle radical Islam because it's controlled from the two holy cities. Now, I don't want to get in on this particular thing, but sure, the sure. two holy well, cities in Saudi Arabia. But mm-hmm. now the greatest threat is Americans. Americans mm-hmm. that want to have well, free I'm- everything and make this a communist society. Yeah. They call it socialism. Um, I want to get back to where you were, you were starting to talk about, you were asking what uh, political party has gained from, um, from coronavirus COVID-19. or from the smoke. Yes. Well, uh, let our listeners think, but I think it has been the Democrats, and for a number of reasons. You see the way the Democrat governors have locked everything down. They control people more. They're putting people out of business. means that people have got to depend yeah. upon the government. You see what it did on the election. They made all these decisions to have mail-in ballots. Yeah. And it's evident the mail-in ballots are the only reason, well, it's not the, the only reason, but it's one of the primary reasons how the Democrats changed this election. Uh, they right. also used technology that they stole from the government hammer and scorecard, plus they used the technology of the Dominion voting machine that was, you're, we're able to program it. In other words, when you voted for Trump, you got 0.75. When you voted for Biden, you got 1.25. They could do that at a local level. But that was only in 30 of the, uh, of the states that it was being used, Dominion. The other states had a different voting system that, that they would bundle up the numbers the voting machines and bring them up to a transfer point at the Secretary of State's office or thereabouts. And that's where Hammer would come in, open the, the server, put its application scorecard, it would sum up all the votes, and then it would come out 3% higher for Biden. Scramble it, send it back in, and then that would show up, like in Michigan, at 0,400, 138,000 votes for Biden. So even so, everyone knows what the vote was before midnight. It was and mm-hmm. Trump was ahead in all those states, and then how it changed. Even in Virginia, in my state, it changed after midnight, mm-hmm. and that meant they were putting using cyber warfare on it to change the numbers. Yes. Now I want to ask you about something you mentioned before that had just come out right before um, we were the show. Uh, about ch- the Chinese um, investing in Dominion, and you said that that happened in October. So are you saying that it was the... Ch- I mean, I just, I just want to make sure that I understood this correctly. Are you saying since it was before the election that they were somehow their investing investment um, is what largely or was a big part of what um, what allowed this, Dominion to sort of, um, I don't know, to be used as much? Or how did, I guess I should just ask the question, how did the this um, investment in October by the Chinese in Dominion affect the election? 
Well, well, that's a good question, and I've got to be very cautious on it because I just heard about this 10 minutes before I came on to you, and I don't Uh have all the facts. But $400 million was invested into this Swiss bank that is 70 or 75% owned by the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, they, uh, I don't know the exact investment, if they bought the company or if it was an investment, so they're a major shareholder. I don't have those facts. But mm-hmm. even without that, even without that, uh, local politicians were able to program in the Dominion, the 30 states that had the Dominion uh, hardware, they were able to program uh, their software so they could get that, as I said, 0.75 if you voted for Trump, 1.25 if you voted for Biden, that inequity, how they could do that at the local level. The other states that didn't have it, that, that didn't have the Dominion uh, voting machines, and they would bring it up to a transfer point, and they would put uh, hammer and scorecard. Hammer would open it up mm-hmm. the server. They wouldn't know it. Mm-hmm. Then scorecard would go in like your app on your iPhone for your bank or stocks or whatever. It would do the ratio, so it would come out. Mm-hmm. And in five of those states that I talked about, and in other states, the exact same ratio, that 3% ratio, is in all those states, although a different number mm. that Biden came out ahead, it was all 3%. Oh, and wow. so that meant and it not, had to be... And, and people, with, that had to be done with an algorithm. And P.S., so people don't realize that that's too much of a coincidence. You know, we only have about uh, four or five minutes left, and I'd like you to spend that talking about who, who you think is behind all of this. Well, it's got to be the same crowd that was behind the Russian collusion. And and I think that all started, uh, if you go back to the 5 January, meeting in which Obama had in the Oval Office with uh, Vice President Biden, uh, Jim Clapper, John Brennan, um, and a couple of the FBI people, that uh, I think those people that planted the Russian collusion are involved, and the brainchild of all this is probably John Brennan, and he's the one that conceived the idea, having been the air attaché in London. I'm very familiar. And I was a senior intelligence officer in the Pacific as a two-star, as well as director of operations for the Pacific Air Forces. But So I'm familiar with the inner workings of those systems and how they used it. That's why General Flynn had to go right away, because they knew he understood this. So they used mm. foreign assets, the British the Australians, and the reason it's important how they use, they politicize the intelligence community as well as the Department of Justice. And those same people, I believe, are behind this. And you wonder why President Obama, the first president, to move only three or four miles from the White House into Calorama in Washington, D.C. His assistant uh, moved in with them, Valerie Jarrett, uh, he has a skiff in his home, and uh, I believe he's in this area, and I see him out at my club. He plays at Army-Navy uh, golf, and, and the fact is, is he is close to the center of the power. I think his involvement uh, is probably uh, well documented by now. Now, the other thing you ought to know, the cracking. You've heard... Uh, uh, yes. Sydney talk about Sydney the, Powell. She's going to release the Kraken. Right. Yes. Well, the Kraken, the Kraken, Carol, is the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion, stationed. I, I, I don't want to say where it's stationed, uh, but yeah. uh, they are an intel people of, of a bunch of hackers, and uh, they have been. I believe. I don't know this, but I'm, I'm just surmising. They, and there's another source I have that I do know, uh, have been watching exactly what happened, exactly what happened on the night of the 3rd and the 4th, and when those numbers were shifted. They have that data hard copy. They have not yet Mm. exposed it yet, but they have it hard and firm. 
and maybe if we're lucky, the president has, has, has opened up a line to the Supreme Court to one or two justices to get approval to do the signals intelligence as well as the communications intelligence, kind of the both, uh, on, on what these people have been doing. Because it was, it was too large a group, as I say, how the FBI could have missed this or how the attorney general could have missed this, I don't know. Now, they may be, they may be faking. They, they could very well know exactly what's going on and they're doing to continue to reel them in. I don't know that. But hope mm, is not a mm. strategy, Carol. Well, uh-huh. The American people uh-huh. have got to know they've got to support this president to do drastic things to find out what happened during the 2020 voting, presidential vote. Yes, absolutely. Well, that is a perfect um, statement to end on. And thank you again for sharing all of this. Um, and yes, we do, we, you know, everybody needs to be talking about this. And as you said, uh, trying to reach, you know, the, the White House, calling the White House, uh, using social media, whatever, um, calling on their congressmen, if, you know, if they think they are uh, congressmen who are going to be uh, sympathetic to this. And it doesn't have to be, you know, hopefully one would hope that Democratic congressmen would or would also want to make sure that this election was honest. Not, I, I believe that not all of them are uh, as are corrupt. Are in this? Are were part of this? Um, I'd like to believe that. In any case, well, thank you so much, General Thomas McInerney. Thank you, Carol. I appreciate your getting this uh, information out, and obviously from someone who has the vast experience that you do. So, thank you. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. 